Jesus. And all he's done for me, from the cradle to the grave, the Lord is good. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory. Glory. Father, we thank you. We praise you. We exalt you for the Lordship of Jesus Christ. Thank you for working in and through our lives from the beginning to the ending. Thank you for your faithfulness. Thank you for your goodness. Thank you for your mercy. Thank you for your grace. Thank you for your long suffering. Thank you when we turned our back on you. You didn't turn your back on us. Thank you. Hallelujah. You've been so good. Praise your holy and everlasting name. Bless everyone under the sound of my voice. Let your word, oh God, come into our lives. Convict, convince, if need be, convert. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise Him. Praise Him. Praise Him. Church, say amen. Giving honor to our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, to our co laborers in the gospel, to all of the officers and fine members of this church. Thank God for our ministry of dance. Amen. Thank God for our ministry of music. Amen. The Lord is so good. So good. So good. Old folk used to say he's better to me than I am to myself. Ah, thank you, Jesus. If it had not been for the Lord who was on my side, where would I? Praise his name. What a mighty God we serve. Amen. 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 This morning we're in 2 Timothy chapter 2, a pastoral epistle, 2 Timothy chapter 2. And I want to look at verses 3 and 4. When you get to say amen, 2 Timothy chapter 2 verses 3 and 4 thou therefore endure hardness 
as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. No man that warreth entangleth himself with the affairs of this life that he may please him who have chosen him to be a soldier. Mm. Thou therefore endure hardness as a good soldier. The thematic thrust is the character of a soldier of Christ. Believers in Jesus Christ have been characterized as people who have been elected, chosen by God, enlightened, given spiritual clarity through God, and people of endurance, chiseled with a perseverance by God. And this chiseling of the believer is a process of preparation and development. It is a power of the paraclete, the Holy Spirit, and a persuasion of God's purposes. The endurance of the believer is a commitment to a race that has been set before you and it is a conformity to a rule and a confidence in spite of one's regiment. That this endurance that Paul talks about in several other books deals with a warfare and the ability to wait and the work of faith. That if you are a true soldier, you have to pass through a school of struggles. You have to put up with problems and problematic people. And then you, yeah, have to have a perseverance over your pitfalls. Cannot allow the enemy to stick you and you give up. Cannot allow the fiery darts of the devil to make you discontinue your diligence. You and I are going to be tried. We're going to come under attack. And when you look at this particular scripture, Paul 
the apostle is writing his young son Timothy in the face and giving Timothy a pattern, listen, of practical advice against his very person. Let me, let me, let me, let me stop Paul's part. That, that is, Paul is saying to Timothy, what I'm telling you now goes against the grain of who you are. And in order for this stuff to be implemented, you got to lose who you are before you can become what you need to become. Too many Christians want to keep what they are, which is junk. And then they want to aspire to what God wants and the two don't mix. I'm preaching already. You got you to take self to the cross and crucify it. You got to get rid of yourself. God doesn't like it. God doesn't want it. God can't use it. And then when we are totally surrendered and submissive, yeah, then God wants to build in you what's needed for victory. Paul is writing Timothy, who is fearful and timid, fleshly-minded, and Paul tells him to flee his youthful lust. Paul, Paul, Paul is telling Timothy that he is bankrupt at times in his faith, and he's encouraging him a continuance, a confidence in the Lordship of Jesus Christ. Contextually, let me say this, he's writing Timothy as a young pastor. It's a pastoral epistle. And as a young pastor, Paul is saying, if you're going to pastor in these last days with everything that Satan's going to shoot at you, you better be equipped. Too many pastors, too many ministers, too many bishops are not equipped for this job. Spiritually, they ain't ready. They ain't ready for prime time. The fact of the matter is, you got to go through, amen, exercises that prepares you to deal with the firepower that will come at you in these last days. And even as believers, not just the pastors, but as believers, you and I have to have a mind prepared for warfare. Is the Christian life is not a playground. It's a battleground. And just when you think you're over one battle, another battle starts. Can I get a witness? Just just when just once you get your marriage together, the ministry starts for just when you get this the kids break out just when you get this the finances are funny just when you get this there's health problems in your body you, if if you know what i'm talking about that the moment you think that you have made an adjustment another adjustment is due can i get a witness and 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 and, and it's in this context that when you begin to look at this whole layout of the character of a soldier of jesus christ it begins in chapter 2, verse 1, saying that this, this soldier is strong. 
Not a weakling. He's strong. He's, he, he has been prepared. He has grown to be strong. He's not only strong, but in verses 3 and 4 of our text, he's single-minded. And I, I, I can tell you that the single-minded Christian is a strong Christian. He, he is a Christian with purpose, and he's a, a Christian with power. He is not only strong and single-minded, but he in himself, he is strict. He has discipline in his or her life. And not only is he strong and amen, uh, uh, strict and single-minded, he's secure. He's sound in his faith, sanctified, and he serves. I want to pick up on this argument that the Apostle Paul is laying out. And I want to say this, that, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm a biblicist. I like preaching the text. Paul begins to deal with seven metaphors, seven pictures, seven principles of what it means to be a soldier, of what it means to be a powerful participant in this matter of living the life of a believer. I don't know about you, but there are times in my life, in, in, in my life that I felt like quitting. Let me, let me stop Paul's part because, see, you know, we come in here on Sunday and, amen, we sit up here with these lies, ain't nothing wrong with us, and they never had a problem, and I'm stronger than strong, and I'm, I'm Mr. Clean, and can I get a witness? Well, let me, let me, let me just speak for myself. There, there were times that I just felt like quitting. Quitting my marriage, quitting the ministry, quitting in my mind, just quitting. Now, 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 let's, let's be therapeutic. Haven't you at some time felt like quitting? Raise your hand. You just, you just, you get tired of being tired. Just tired of being tired. Not only quitting, but amen, imagining a whole nother life. No kids, no mate. No job, just going to a far island by yourself. And just looking at the green, bluish aqua water and just saying, ah. Some of y'all felt that way. I know I felt that way. The only problem with that picture is when you get on that island looking at that water, you're still with yourself. And a great deal of our problem is us. Turn to your neighbor and say, stop blaming somebody else for your stuff. Oh, we got a good start up in here today. My God. The fact of the matter is, Paul lays out seven metaphoric pictures of a participant in this race. In 2 Timothy chapter 2, 1 and 2, he first deals with a steward, and the Greek word is okonomos, one who manages a household for another. Are you getting me? That God has made a deposit in you, and God is expecting you to guard and to put that, listen, to put that Amen. Guarantee that deposit to good use 
so that when he comes back and judges you, you have a positive report. He's talking about the okonomis of a steward. That as pastor, it's your job to manage the entire church to ministry. You can't manage this ministry if you can't manage your own house. He deals with this matter of a steward. How we manage our money. I know I ain't getting no amens on that. I was in line one day behind this person in the store and they bought out a credit card and the lady said, I'm sorry, that's declined. They went through about 10 credit cards. All of them were declined and finally he reached the and said, let me pay for this with cash. <laughs> what kind of mess is that? He deals with a steward, then he deals with an athlete in verse 5. An athlete is one who is willing to train, compete, and keep the rules so they are not disqualified. Paul says in 1 Corinthians chapter 9, I beat my body to bring it under subjection. That when I preach to others, I will not be a castaway. You're not getting this. That if you're going to be a participant of the principles, you have to manage, and then you have, like an athlete, you've got to compete according to the rules. And then verse 6 and 7, a farmer, one who labors to exhaustion, a plowing, Lord, have a sowing, a waiting, a watering, a working, a harvesting, knowing that it's God who gives the increase. And what we do today may not come back up tomorrow, but it will come up in the future. He deals with the steward, the athlete, the farmer, and then the workman for, for 14 to 18. And, and, and this is a laborer, and, and by the word, way, the word workman here has nothing to do with word studies, has nothing to do with books and teachers. It's been misinterpreted. It means to be diligent in one's labors, zealous, a workman who can plow a, 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 a straight furrow, somebody that can rightly divide a labor a diligent a diligent labor it's interesting that um and, and what he's saying in verse 15 when i am reviewed by jesus i will not come away ashamed mm. and then the next metaphor is a vessel verse 19 to 22 a household utensil which can only be used when it is clean. Who wants to eat off of a dirty plate? Who wants to use a dirty fork? Jesus is saying, I don't want to use you if there's dirt in your life. I only use clean utensils. That, that, that he's dealing with these various 
metaphors. And when you get to verse 23 to 26, he used the word servant, doulos, a self-made slave. That's what Paul called himself. And a self-made slave, listen to this, has no will of his own. Mm. It's interesting in this matter of servant that pastorally a pastor must be a servant and instruct those in meekness who oppose themselves, hoping they recapture themselves out of the snare traps of the devil. In the Greek, this is very interesting because what Paul is saying in the Greek, when people oppose themselves, they oppose you. When they oppose you, they oppose the program, the vision. And here's what you must do. In patience and meekness, keep giving them the word so that God the Holy Spirit will bring them out of, listen to this, a drunken stupor. Now turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, are you drunk? You can ready to wake up. out six of these metaphors all could be sermons within themselves all having uh, a very powerful edge to them but our text today is the soldier Mm. three critical things about the soldier a soldier must endure hardness a soldier cannot be entangled with the affairs of this world and a soldier must exalt, embrace, and exhibit a pleasing satisfaction to the one to call them. Let me, let, me, let, me, let me handle that. First of all, a soldier, metaphorically, must endure the hardness or hardship of warfare. Now, the word endure is, our, is, is the Greek word, Hupomino means to abide under, to bear up courageously under suffering, to be able, when suffering is taking place, to bear up. My God. And I, 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 I can tell you two things of a good soldier. I'm only dealing with a good soldier. Good soldier. Good soldier. First, a good soldier must first make a major transition. That, you, you know, too many people, they want to just come into church and continue their agenda. They want to continue their worldly ways. They want to continue their fractured spirits. You and I got to make a transition. A good soldier makes a major transition. It, it is an adjustment of first demographics. Amen. That when you join the military, you are no longer, you no longer own yourself. You are now property of the U.S. government. Do I have a witness? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I remember that T.I. in basic training saying, I'm your mother, I'm your father, and I'm your God. Get used to it. And your response was, sir, yes, sir. That was it. They weren't interested in your stinking opinions. They weren't interested in all your knowledge. They weren't interested in how smart you were. You now have joined the army. My God. Mm. And, and, and here's the thing about this transition. You, you had to learn to carry out orders. 
Can I get a witness? Yeah, 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 yeah. That is, that is, that is. I, I remember in 1968 when I went in, right out of high school, Vietnam's hot, went in, and, and I flew out of 401 North Broad during the day. I got airport, flew out, and at night, I'm on a base with 60,000 troops. Never forget the impact. Got off the bus with my little bag on my shoulder, wasn't much in it. You understand? And all I see is left, left. Everybody had flashlights, mine. And when nobody sleep, I mean thousands and thousands of troops marching. And 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 I remember, I remember that 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 I I, I was I was looking at this, and I remember the man saying, "When I'm finished with you, you're gonna be a lean, mean machine." Can I get a witness? I re- I remember that drill instructor who I thought was Satan. Somebody know what I'm talking about. He, yeah, I'm, I'm talking about transition. This ain't South Philly no more, Doc. This ain't North Philly no more. We somewhere in a foreign land. I mean, they marching, and I remember the cadence, and you had to aim, and all the stuff that was going on, and, 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 and immediately, I was in a whole nother demographic. Do I have a witness? Too many Christians aren't willing to make a transition. You, you want to keep drinking, keep smoking, keep fornicating, and talk about you going to heaven. God got a problem with it. You, you got to make a transition. You want to come in church and tip and not tithe? You want to do your own thing? Come when you want to come. Don't come when you want to come. Can I get a witness? And then the minute you get in trouble, you want to pray. Somebody need to preach this thing. Can I get a witness? When you join this army, you're in a whole nother demographic. God is expecting you to be a Christian. Can't lay up with everybody no more. Somebody, let me, let me, let me look at the clock. Can't cuss from Monday to Saturday. Put a man in your mouth on Sunday talking about praise ye him. You, you, you got a whole nother demographic. Can't have emails from your girlfriend and boyfriend and yeah. You know, secret communications all week and they come in church like you've been innocent before the Lord. Do I have a witness up in the house? You can't act like heaven on Sunday when you just acted like hell Monday through Saturday. You, you just, something's wrong with that picture. I was talking this morning about, then I'll get to it. Amen. And we love our members, but hey, you can't come up in here on communion Sunday dressed in white with white hats and black suits and talking about you saying, ah, no, 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 no. You're not a deaconess because your husband's a deacon. Somebody need to preach it. First Timothy 3 says, likewise. Meaning there is a certain quality of life that comes with your claim. Mm. Thank you, Jesus. There's not only, <laughs> yeah, a major transition. I was sharing this morning when I first got saved. I was, you know, I love playing ball. I played organized ball in my life. I had a challenge. I belonged to this team in South Philly. We were going to the championship, Bruce. I had just entered the ministry. 
the championship game was in Fairmount Park on a Sunday at 11 o'clock. And the Lord told me, don't go. Your first obligation is the Lord. I played left field, and them guys said, man, and here's unsaved guys on my team rationalizing the Bible. I'm sure the Lord won't have a, have a problem with you missing one service. Now, these guys are going to hell, and they're giving me biblical instruction. Can I get a witness? I, I'm, I'm sure, because, you know, I was a home run hitter, and, and I, I'm struggling. And Come on, man, you, you, you're going to be at the game tomorrow? We had practice on Saturday, and, and I'm like this. And I knew the Lord was telling me out there, now, that particular game, I didn't go. They put somebody else in left field. He made a couple errors. We lost the game. Everybody blamed the loss on me. If you had been there, I'm like Mary and Martha now. If you had been there, we wouldn't have lost the game. And, and, and they was trying to put pressure on me. And I, I'm feeling bad. And everybody said, we know you're saved. We know you love the Lord. But blah, 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 blah. So the next game, I decided to take off. And I'm sitting out in Fairmount Park, 11 o'clock on Sunday morning. Supposed to be at church. Struck out three times. <laughs> couldn't, hit a, couldn't hit a thing. See, God was sending a strong message that I'm fast in your life and there's some things you're going to have to give up. Uh-oh, let me preach. Some things that you love. Some people that you love. Some places that you love. You're going to have to give up if you're going to serve me. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm messing up now, and I'm messing up. Try to God, look at this. Mm. Been there, done that. Yeah. Look at this. He moves from a major transition to a meaningful training. Now, I'm going way back to 68. Graduated South Philadelphia High, on my way to Temple. No, no Temple. Vietnam's hot. You going in. 1A, you going in. <sighs> All I remember in basic training was this man hollering and cussing at me. Hmm. Getting up 4 o'clock every morning. They come in making all this noise, cussing at you. You got to jump up, make the bed, and the bed better be, it better be so tight that when they flip a quarter, they can get it back. Outside, with your fatigues, with your canteen full of water, with your helmet and combat boots on, in five minutes. And you better brush your teeth. You ain't hearing this. Four o'clock, you're up. Four or five, you're outside at attention. You better not miss it, soldier. That it, it was a grueling training. You had to run a mile in combat boots, fatigues, and a, and, and a canteen of water, and you had to run a mile in seven minutes. You better not go over seven minutes. You had to clean your M16. You had to go through gas chambers. You had to learn, learn how to shoot, learn how to salute, learn how to stand at attention, learn how to stand at ease, learn how to march, learn how to turn, learn how to do this, learn how to do that. You had to learn all the insignias. Four-star general, first-star general, and my loving guy, my is a major general. He's a one-star. Loving is lieutenant general. 
two-star, uh, my loving gal, right? <laughs> Gee, Lord, have me, I'm forgetting it now. Look at this. But I had to remember all that stuff. Training, training, training. And here's how they created team. When one person messed up, the whole squadron messed up. Here's what they taught you. You might have been perfect, but the next person, his gig line was out. Something was wrong. So they penalized the whole barracks. So here's what we did. Y'all see, y'all saw a few good men. They take it out on one guy. They're, all right, guy, you keep messing us up. We're going to whip your backside. <laughs> they, they, they made because they taught us a key component to any soldier. We're one. When one fails, all fail. When one succeeds, all succeed. And that's the way the church is. We're not individuals up in here. When, when one's hurting, we all hurting. When one's ready, we're all ready. Can I get a witness? When one's victorious, we're all victorious. That child of God, I remember that meaningful training. I still got the songs in my mind. We marched too. I left my wife in New Orleans with 16 kids and a can of beans. Sound off. I remember that stuff, Doc. Say it again. One more time now. One, two, three, four, five. One, two. Man, we was together. We was awesome. But it took transitioning and it took training. You're not getting this. You cannot be a good soldier of Jesus Christ without transitioning your mind and without being trained in the scriptures. You got to know that word. You got to believe that word. You got to hold on to that word. You got to, you got to know that that word will never fail. You got to walk by the word. You got to talk by the word. You got to pray by the word. You got to be trained in righteousness. Why? Because we have war and the enemy's coming. He's going to shoot at your marriage. Won't he shoot at your marriage? He's going to shoot at your mind. He's going to shoot at your ministry. He's going to shoot at your children. And you better know that you know, that you know, that you know that I have a friend that sticks closer than a brother. You better know that there's a power greater than your problem. You better know that he walks with me and he talks with me and he tells me that I'm his own. You better know. Too many people come up in this pulpit as pastors unequipped. Satan blows them right out the water. They, he blows them right out of the water because they come looking for a self-gratification of being a leader with no training. You got to go through something. Before you can help other people. If I give you information on marriage, my marriage ought to be stable. Do I have a witness? If I give you information on walking in righteousness, I ought to have a track record of not falling. Y'all get quiet all you want. Let me look outside. It's a nice sunny day. How am I going to ask you to tithe when I'm tipping? Ah, Jesus. Good soldier. 
And let me, let me say this to you. Those things, that discipline that was placed in me through seven years of military, you never lose it. Every morning I'm up at four o'clock. I can go to bed at two o'clock. I still have to wake up at four. I'm up at four o'clock. I'm strategic. I'm constantly resolving problems, looking to the future, trying to do things because something was deposited. Are y'all with me? In me. And you don't have to go through the military to get this. Some of y'all had parents that made you go through things you didn't want to go through. Get up! Why is Saturday? Because I said so. Can I get a witness? You gonna clean this house? It's only eight o'clock. Get up! Ain't nobody tell you to stay out all night. Clean the house, mop, vacuum. Can I get a witness? Kids had chores. Kids had to do their homework. I'm preaching now. The house had to be clean before you could open that front door. All of that was preparation. I mean preparation. I remember my mother, she, she, she had, it was four boys at that time, one girl. She had six kids all ago. She would give each of us a separate room. You do the dining room, you do the kitchen, you do the living room, you do the bedroom, you do the steps. And I remember her policy, so I would finish. And I'd come in and say, okay, mom, I'm finished. Can I go out? Nope. Until all of you are finished and I inspect it. Y'all ain't getting this. See, what they were doing, they were building into us that if you fail, all y'all going to fail together. Can I get a witness? Oh, this, this sounds like Greek to some of y'all, don't it? Lord, have mercy. Child, 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 child of God, a good soldier, makes a major transition and goes through a meaningful training. Let me, let, me, let me say this to you. Everything the Lord allows us to go through, some of it hurts, is part of our training. Can I get a witness? So if I failed my faith through a trial, that trial will come back around, and now my faith that failed will pass the test. Can I get a witness? God now gives me the faith to see through the problem and believe him in the midst of the mess. Do I have a witness up in the house? This stuff is real. You didn't marry the wrong one. I know you think you did. In fact, how about this? This will humble you. You didn't marry the wrong one, but maybe your mate married the wrong one. That, that'll keep you humble. Maybe. If that mate weren't carrying you, being kind to you, praying for you, you'd have failed a long time ago. Maybe if we get somebody just like us, It'll blow us out the water. 
just take a moment, take all your attributes, all your mess, and now engineer it into your meat and let it come back at you. That'll keep you praying for at least three hours. <laughs> your high maintenance. How many of y'all high maintenance? Oh, ain't nobody high maintenance? Oh, let me try this again. How many of y'all high maintenance? Oh, no, no. Oh, oh, how many of y'all high maintenance? May the devil be bound. That's your problem. You hired in the Empire State Building. I want somebody to love me. Do you know what that means? You so high maintenance, it would take a crane. You're demanding. You're selfish. You're never wrong. Yeah. Oh, can I go on with this list? You're carnal, you're fleshly. Come on now. As nice as I am, I got to put up with Sister Gordon. She told me one day, she said, I married you. I didn't ask to go in the military with you. (laughs) So when she said that, I started saying, all right, front and center. Get your head up. No, no, I'm sorry. (laughs) Look at this. And you know, and you know, listen, 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 listen. The church of Jesus Christ. It's just like that. Here's people who don't have a clue, who are not disciplined, have no discernment of what we're dealing with, but always got opinions. Well, you know, I think pastor ought to do that. You ain't got a clue. You have to work here to know what happens on a daily basis. Deaths, people in jail, People with restraining orders, all kind of molestation cases, all kind, I mean, stuff just come over the phones like this every day. We got to deal with it along with managing systems to keep this people, uh, place afloat. And so when you sit back and you know it all when you don't have no data, it just messes me up. You ain't got a clue. And people's expectations are such, I mean, we got people coming off the street. I don't have food to eat. Can you give me something? Yeah. And, and we had this, we had that. All oh, that's part of the ministry. Part of the ministry. Mm. And, and, child, and child of God, when you understand that what Paul is saying is we have to be tough-minded. We got to be disciplined. We have to have discernment. If we're going to be, listen, victorious in Jesus Christ. 
You, you just can't be flimsy about life and flimsy about everything and flimsy about amen. Right now, the country, the world is going through a major economic crisis. Countries overseas are folding up. This is not the time for you to buy a mink stole. You want to throw something over your back? I'll give you something to throw over your back. It's not the time. It's not the time for you to take, amen, these luxurious three and four trips a year. It's not the time for you to rob God as to what's coming down the pike. You, 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 you've got to have a mind that's deserting and disciplined if you're going to be victorious in Jesus Christ. Look what he says. He says, a good soldier. Hmm. Major transition, meaningful training, endures hardness. Putting up with pain and not just pouting. Mm. How do you put up with pain? Being strengthened in your struggles. Here's a military term. Suck it up, soldier. Suck it up, suck it up, suck it up. I remember being in the military, and this guy, he broke, he, he, he bust out crying. He was standing there, you know, oh, I just can't take this anymore. I just can't take it anymore. And I was feeling sorry for him. And the T.I., I thought the T.I. was going to take out a, a tissue and say, son, white guy. The T.I. came up to him and said, you weak. You are the weakest nothing I ever saw in my life. Suck up! Suck yourself! <laughs> Sometimes I see people around the church, hey, suck up! <laughs> we all going through. Are we all going through? We all go through in our marriages. We all go through in ministry. We all go through with money. We all go through in our mind. Suck it up! Stop crying! Go back to whom you believe. He's able to keep you from falling. He's able to bring you out. Nobody wants to hear your tears. Hmm. Hmm. We have to literally take a licking and keep on ticking. One of the greatest lines of a war picture that I heard, remember dead presidents? They were in Vietnam in a firefight. And the guy said, man, how's your wife? He said, shut up. He said, I can't think about my family my feelings, or my future, because I'll get killed out here. Right. I'm at war. That's right. Can I get a witness? When I get back to the world, then I'll pull that stuff back up. Somebody's trying to kill me. Can I get a witness? Satan got everything aimed at you. Satan got every wicked missile aimed at you. 
Satan is already aimed at your marriage, already aimed at your mind, already aimed at your most. Satan is about to, amen, to bring havoc into your life. Can I get away? You can't be. Come on now. You got to endure this stuff. You got to know that you know that help is on the way. Can I get a witness? Reinforcement's going to show up. Jesus is going to send some help for me because he promised he would never leave me nor forsake me. He promised what he's begun in the beginning, he's going to keep on doing. He promised that all things are working together for the good. He promised no weapon that's formed against you shall prosper. He promised I've been young, now I'm old. I've never seen the righteous forsaken nor seen begging you say well wait a minute preacher when is the help coming you don't need to worry about that just keep on fighting you gotta walk by faith you gotta live by faith you gotta die by faith the Lord is on his way and when Jesus shows up the enemy's going out here like a flood can I get a witness when Jesus steps into your situation, you don't have to do anything. All you have to do is praise him. He's worthy. I said he's worthy. He's worthy of all praise. Glory, honor, and adoration. Can I get a witness? And the reason the Lord allowed the problems in the first place is to prove to you who he is. Can I get a witness? You'll never know that he is. Yeah, he can settle a storm until you get a storm. You'll never know that he's able to do far exceedingly abundantly above until you are below. You'll never know that he can walk on water till you're drowning in a sea. Can I get a witness? You'll never know he can feed you with a little boy's lunch until you get hungry. Do I have a witness? Something's got to happen before the Lord can move. Can I get a witness? Problems got to come in. Trouble's got to call you up. But I dare you to be still. And know that he's God. Just sit there and keep saying, Jesus. 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 How sweet the name. Jesus. Every day the same. Jesus. Let the earth proclaim. He's good. Any good. Any good. Say yeah. To put him on your problems, put him in your life, put him in your hell. He will work it out. Won't he work it out? He'll work it out. He'll work it out. He'll work it out. He'll work it out. Thank you, Lord. Well, preacher, how do you know he's going to work it out? Because the effectual, fervent, Prayers of the righteous availeth much.
Can I get a witness? Elijah told his servant, keep looking at that cloud. I'm going to pray to God send some water. He prayed and he sent his servant. What do you see? I don't see anything. He prayed. Told his servant, what do you see? I don't see anything. He prayed. What do you see? I don't see anything. He prayed. What do you see? I see a little cloud. The hand of a man. Elijah said, that's it. And he kept on praying. Say, you got to keep on praying. You got to pray. You got to pray. You got to pray. Till something shows up. Say, say, Thank you. Let me, let me, let me move on. A good soldier. A good soldier must endure hardness. But secondly, a good soldier cannot become entangled with the affairs of this world. There's got to be a transference. Can I get a witness? You can't have your duties and your decisions. You can't have your desires in God's will. You can't get caught up in the entanglement of things that the world value, like health and wealth. Can I get a witness? Too many Christians trying to be like the world in health and wealth. You trying to make a lot of money and make sure you, your body stays healthy. Nothing wrong with health, but that's not why you're here. You're here to glorify yes, Jesus Christ. Yes, You're not here to eat spinach and exercise and make a million dollars. That's not God's will. Uh, God's will is not pride and promotion. It's not dog eat and dog. It's not pouting amen and putting down other people. It's not, yeah, rights and rewards. It's not getting attention and appreciation. That ain't God. That's you. Can I get a witness? Let me tell you something. Insignificant people demand attention. All right. All right. People that have no internal substance want to be noticed. Why do you want to be noticed? There ain't nothing about you. You're two-thirds water. If it got hot enough, you evaporate. When you get spiritual minded, Jesus is first. Others is second. And self is last. Can I get a witness? You better find out where self is sitting. Because if yourself is sitting on your throne, Jesus is going to dethrone you. So he can enthrone himself. He wants to be on the throne. He wants to be, yeah, the one getting all the attention. He wants to be the one getting all of the praise. Oh, I'm messing up now. Do I have a witness? And the quickest way to go up is to go down. He that desires to be first shall be last. Can I get a witness? Hey, 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 amen. When you understand that God wants us to be poor in spirit, that means there's nothing to me. I'm no good. I'm messed up. I'm broken. I'm battered. I'm bruised. I'm brittle. When you understand that God wants you to take the back seat, and dare to give him the front seat. 
And once he gets in the front seat, he pulls you in the front seat. Because now he knows he can trust you with his person. Can I get a witness? Child of God, when you understand this thing of not, amen, of, of, of being entangled with the affairs of this life, this life, this life. Listen to pastor. I ran this world. I ran this world. I ran it. I ran a fast life. I was clean as the board of health. Had money in my pocket. Are y'all praying with me? I had it all. That stuff don't excite me no more. I don't have a need. Lord, have mercy. I don't have a need for all that attention. I did that. Been there, done that. Can I get a witness? As Paul says, let me revel in my flesh. Are y'all with me? I went into house parties clean. Come through the door and the women in there, whoa, who is this? Now 50 pounds lighter, but... Man, this boy's bad. I had all that. You with me today? Are you with me today? I don't have a need for that. I don't have a need to have a lot of money. I don't have a need, come on now, to have my name up in the lights. I don't have that need. Here's my need to exalt him. To preach in his name. To keep calling on the name of Jesus. Can I get a witness? To give him all of the glory and all of the praise and all of the honor and all of the adoration. And here's what I found out. When I'm willing to sacrifice myself and give it all to him, he gives me back what I didn't ask for. Can I get a witness? He is willing. Oh, I'm preaching now. Now unto him. Who's able? The affairs of this life. When you join the military, you are no longer civilian. You can come home and leave, but you're always a soldier. Can I get a witness? You got orders to a new base. You come home to say hi, and then you say bye. You back off. Can I get a witness? And child of God, too many Christians, yeah, want to get entangled with Wall Street, Madison Avenue, corporate America. We want to get entangled with money-making schemes. I can't tell you as past over 25 years how many times I turned down members who wanted to come in my study with a business plan so they could make money off this church. And then when I did, and then when I said no, then they want to leave the church. I might as well tell the whole truth. I had people come to my study with pyramid scheme. Now, pyramid is illegal. I had people come to my study. Can you pay me under the table? I don't pay nobody under no table. We got the I-R-N-S. Are y'all praying with me? Do no stuff like that. I ain't buying no hot TVs. Been there, done that. I ain't buying no hot clothes. Are y'all praying with me? 
had ladies years ago come, Pastor, I got something for you to have, and I want you to drink this. This will heal anything. This will heal whatever ails you. And I said, well, baby, why you want a king? If this, if this, if this thing going to hell, whatever, what? what? I, want, I, want you to, I, want you, I want you to buy this. That, that, that don't make sense to me, baby. Drink it first. Drink it yourself. And the problems I have, you ain't got, baby. You. <laughs> Woo! It's getting tied up in here, Doc. Can I get a witness? I said, what's your problem, Pastor? Slipping into darkness. <laughs> My transmission is slipping. Help me, Lee. Green, your transmission is slipping. Luther, your transmission done slipped. Don't y'all start up in here with me. Lord, have mercy. But, but here's the final point as we close. A, a good soldier must endure hardness. And then a good soldier, yeah, I forgot what I was preaching. <laughs> Cannot be. A good soldier takes his medicine, right? A good soldier cannot be entangled. I told, listen, I told somebody last week, they said, what's wrong with you? I said, I'm over 50 and on medicine, I ain't responsible. <laughs> look, 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 look at this. A good soldier, what about a good soldier? <laughs> he cannot be entangled in things of this world. And third, a good soldier must exalt headship commander, must please him who has called him. Now, look at verse 4. That he may please him who have chosen him to be a soldier. My God. But who has chosen you to be a soldier? Jesus. And what is it he wants you to do? The end product is please him. How do you please him? My life, my love, my labor, my liberty, my living. When we please Jesus Christ, we've done our job. Can I get a witness? See, we don't understand. You got Christians that are so blinded in church. Here's what they say. Well, as long as I'm going to heaven, that's all I care about. As long as I'm saved. You are so miserable. Here's what you don't understand. When we all appear before the beamer seat of Christ and see Jesus in all of his glory, you are guaranteed one crown, the crown of righteousness because of what he did on the cross. Can I get a witness? First Corinthians 3, he's going to give out rewards. He's going to give out, listen, wood, hay, stubble is going to burn up. Gold, silver, precious stones is going to be tested by fire and remain. Here's what you don't understand. When the whole church is standing before Jesus at the marriage supper of the Lamb, 
And he begins to reward you based on your faithfulness as a steward who managed well, as a runner who ran according to the rules, as a vessel who was clean. I'm preaching up in this place now. As a laborer who, who was diligent. Can I get a witness? As, 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 as you played the game according to the rules. Listen, Jesus is going to hand you a reward. Crowns. Whatever crowns he gives you will determine what you will do and be throughout eternity. So what Jesus is going to do is he's going to step up on this platform like a graduation and he's going to say, Raymond Gordon, front and center. And in front of the whole church, I'm going to step up. And all I want to hear him say to me is, well done. Thy good and faithful servant. Now listen, don't get, don't, don't get carried away. You've only been faithful over a few things. But I'm going to make you ruler over many. Can I get a witness? So he'll say, because you were faithful, because you tithed, because you donated to KOD, because you followed the instruction of the pastor, because you was obedient and faithful, I'm going to give you jurisdiction over Pluto, Saturn, and Venus. Your jurisdiction will be three planets. Because you was a hell-raising church, because you tipped and not tithe, because you always open your mouth, I'm going to give you a little corner in a corner store. Y'all ain't getting this. But here's the striking thing. When Jesus gives you all of those rewards, the Lord is going to step back. Angels are going to be prostrate. And the church will realize... That they didn't do anything to deserve what they got. So they will take the crowns off their head and lay them back at his feet. I don't know about you, but I want to lay back at his feet a reward that says, Thank you, Jesus, for your goodness, your mercy, and your grace. A good soldier. A good soldier, a good soldier, a good soldier, listen, endures hardness, is not entangled with the affairs of this world, and pleases the one that selected him. All I want to do in all of my brokenness and fractures is please now unto him who's able and let me close on this even while I'm living the very fact that I have a desire to please him Jesus is going to bless me now and my family for my desires it's your desires that's going to earn you blessings it's your desires to want to be a good soldier. It's your desires not to be entangled with this world. It's your desires to lay back at my feet. Crowns. Good soldier of Jesus Christ. Is warfare easy? No. 
people wounded. Is warfare what we welcome? No. But if you're going to be a good soldier, you have to endure hardness. And whatever hardness you're going through this morning, it's not going to last, but you got to endure it. You got you to gotta hoop menial. You got to pull that thing up and say, in the name of Jesus, I'm going to make it. In the name of Jesus, I'm going to get over this. In the name of Jesus, I'm going to move on. In the name of Jesus, I'm appraising for my problems. In the name of Jesus, I've got all victory in the name of Jesus Christ. Now, I'm not saying you had to be in the military to have discipline. Because a lot of you have discipline. You were never in the military. Here's the main thing. That you understand this metaphor. That a good soldier endures. Let's stay on the feet. Father, we thank you, praise you, and exalt you for these seven metaphors of endurance through the power of the Holy Spirit. And God, when we feel like quitting, give us strength. God, when we feel as though we cannot endure anymore, give us endurance. Help us to be a good soldier of Jesus Christ because there is a war going on, a war in our minds, a war in our marriages, a war in our ministries, a war in this world. Give us the victory we need to be strong and of good courage. In Jesus' precious name, amen. If you're here and you need to be saved, raise your hand. Listen, don't lie. If you need to be born again, Jesus died for all your sins, was buried and rose again, giving your life. Is there one to your right? Come on up. Come on, hands raised. If you want to join the church, raise your hand. If you want to join the church, raise your hand. You need to belong to a Bible-teaching, Bible-believing church. Will you raise your hand if you want to join our church? We love you. Took an eight last week. Come on up. Church, amen. Amen. Praise him. Praise him. Come on now. Come on now. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Hi, darling. Come here. Hello. How are you? Hello, brother. Is there another? Stand right here. Is there another? Is there another? Is there another? You got to fight to the finish. Father, thank you for this timely message. And all of us at times want to quit. want to relocate. We wish we were in another place. Make us strong soldiers with backpacks and rifles and discipline and direction and discernment and most of all, deliverance. Discipline us to wait on you. Bless every family on the sound of my voice and make us soldiers for the Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Turn to your neighbor, neighbor, front and center. God bless you. You are dismissed. Have a great day. Thank you, thank you.